0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place
1: your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise Podcast, presented by. DraftKings Sportsbook, and projections are often conservative, Lundy, uh, but there is a wide disparity is going on uh, in regards to the prognosticators and the odds makers on rookie wide receiver and reigning Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, formerly of Roll Tide in Alabama, but now a member of... The Philadelphia Eagles and his line right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, you can go and wager on this sucker. Right now, if you want to, in legal jurisdictions, 775.5 receiving yards, minus 115 in either direction. And wh- what I mean by the prognosticators and why they're, you know, generally lighter on their projections. That is not the case when it comes to the Slim Reaper, who they believe is going to place the competition in a sleeper hold and uh, have a little night-night time because, according to my Clay, Uh, He has got Devontae Smith, Mike Clay, of course, of ESPN fame, projected for 71 catches, 963 yards, and five touchdowns on 114 targets, Uh, and my former colleague at FTN Fantasy, Jeff Ratcliffe, has him in a similar vicinity, 62 catches, 950 yards, and six touchdowns on just 99 targets, so... Again, by what uh, those algorithms are saying, and these guys are trusted—you uh, know—predictors of player prop uh, potential success. I think Devonte Smith at seven seventy-five point five receiving yards, the over just seems too damn good to be true. But I'm breaking out the sledgehammer on that over because who else is Jalen Hurts going to throw the ball to besides Smith and Dallas Goddard this season?
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing is is he doesn't have anybody else to throw it to. But at the same time, Brad, I, are they expecting that we've got the Deshaun Jackson of, what, seven, eight years ago with the Eagles? Is that what they think is going to happen? Because- hey, man, Hertz has got a cannon for an arm, so anything's possible. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The only reason I would roll with the over, I I actually think that the algorithms, the prognostication, the uh, somewhat cloudy crystal ball, I think they're they're overshooting here on Smith. I think they're Hmm. putting a lot of weight on his shoulders. That said, I still think 775 is a number that I'm okay with going over because of what you just said. Who else is Hurts going to throw the ball to?
1: Yeah, it's going to be Jalen Rieger maybe out of the slot? But no, I think the 1A and 1B options are going to be Devonte Smith and Dallas Goddard this season in the city of brotherly love. And we want your voice heard. Submit your vote right now at Noisy Juevos on this player prop. Again, will Devontae Smith go over or under 775.5 yards in his inaugural campaign? Uh, we will share poll results at the end of the podcast and some of your comments as well. So look, if you want to get on that or anything else, you need to do so right now at DraftKings Sportsbook and McGregor versus Poirier 3 is all set for UFC 264 and DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, has a knockout offer for this weekend's fight. DraftKings is offering 264 to 1 odds on a knockout in the first round during Saturday's main event. If the rubber match ends in a first round knockout, you walk away with cash. Just pick the main event fighter you think will win by first-round knockout, and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 264 to one odds. On that fighter. That's right. Bet one buck on McGregor or Poirier to win by first round knockout. And you win two hundred and sixty-four dollars. So here's what you gotta do: download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN when you sign up to turn one dollar into two hundred and sixty-four dollars. When you bet on a main event fighter to win by first round knockout, place your bet and watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN to turn $1 at $264 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents. Only new customers. Only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, one hundred nine. with it With that, on this Freaky Friday edition, episode number 250, Lundy, let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number
0: five.
1: All right, Mr. Lundy. Uh The NBA is off, uh, and thankfully so, because I royally sucked yesterday with some of my selections. <laughs> uh, If you faded me, congratulations. You made some bucks. Uh, You know, Jay Crowder getting over that 10.5-point hump in the waning moments of the Phoenix Suns Game 2 victory. That was a swift kick to the parts. Uh, So let's go ahead and get back in the saddle. But this time, all Major League Baseball wall-to-wall today in the fade five. And first on my board, oh, yeah, I'm going to side with the South Siders. That is the Chicago White Sox on the run line in Baltimore at plus odds, plus 100. What does that mean? Well, the White Sox have got to win by two or more runs in this matchup between Dallas Keuchel and Jorge Lopez. Of the O's, Lopez this season, a 6.02 ERA, and he's been even worse in his last five starts. A 7.66 ERA, Lundy, with a 4.38 walks per nine mark. Yak. Meanwhile, you look at Dallas Keuchel uh, back on May 29th against the Baltimore Orioles. Five innings pitch, four earned runs allowed, but uh, the White Sox won that game 7-4, in a shortened frame because it was only a seven-inning affair. And, in fact, the Sox are 4-4 for in covering the run line against Baltimore this season. Tim Anderson just absolutely white hot. We may have another wager on him a little bit later on. A bonus time on the pod today. But, again, at plus odds, this seems uh, like easy money, in my opinion. Uh, Give me the White Sox, again,
0: on that run line. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one because doing anything going up against Baltimore is a really, really good thing. (laughs) It's a good bet. Um, uh, You know, I will say, though, for you being a guy that's such a Northside Cubs fan, we do feature the White Sox a lot on this. But
1: they're a more exciting product. Have you seen my Cubs? They stink (laughs) right now. They are like three week old sushi rotting in your fridge. That's how bad they play. They're rancid.
0: Ooh, gross yeah Yeah, don't go down that road yeah you're looking at baltimore a team that what has had a, a six game losing streak an eight game losing streak and a 14 game losing streak over the course of this season uh going against the o's is relatively easy but in this case yes run line included i would roll with the white Sox, even though they're on the road
1: yeah make some splendid money with the Sox.
0: Number four.
1: All right, let's go to a pitcher prop here, and I'm going to live in the land down under on Eric Lauer of the Milwaukee Brewers uh, at home in a pivotal series going up against the division rival Cincinnati Reds at minus 125. Now, this is one of your uh, TYG specials, Lundy. Trust your gut, uh, because all the evidence points to Lauer hitting the over on this, and you could get it at plus odds, with the exception of one fact, uh, earlier this season in, in one of two starts against the Reds, he only had three strikeouts. He did have six in the other, uh, but he's given up six earned and walked eight in nine innings pitched in total in two turns of the rotation against this big Red machine. Yes, Cincinnati is number 10 and highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days. Yes, the Reds have just a 682 OPS against Southpaws this season. Yes, the Reds have just a 692 OPS on the road this year but you know they've won six of their last eight the role the offense seems to be firing at all cylinders and for that reason uh, I think they're going to beat up Lauer early on they're going to chase him from the game and as a result the under hits here on five and a half strikeouts and I know you're going to fade me
0: Yes, I am going <laughs> to fade you. Although I am proud of you for breaking out a TYG, but yes, yeah. even yeah. when he has had the early hook in some games, you know only going four innings, uh, you know about a month ago against Cincinnati, even when he goes just a few innings, he seems to be getting some Ks racked up. Uh I I like your TYG, you know, I appreciate you. A little shout out there from. Yeah, I appreciate it. But this one I'm going to fade you. I think he gets over this number against the Reds.
1: Oh, a likely a loser for me on Eric hour
0: number three
1: All right, it's sticking of course with the major league baseball theme let's go to one of the mega young stars in the game and a guy that's going to be uh at coors field in the all-star game that is fernando tatis jr of the san diego padres oh and what a quinky dink he's going up against those aforementioned colorado rockies and i think he's going to get an rbi and the fact that it's plus odds for tatis to get a ribby is insane in the membrane to me at plus 125 why you look at the matchup uh, he's going up against Kyle Freeland now Freeland all of a sudden has found his groove here Lundy and his last three starts uh, just one earned run over a 17 inning span But that was against some meek competition and some quiet bats in the St. Louis Cardinals uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Seattle Mariners uh, when he faced San Diego back on June 16th three and two-thirds innings pitch or runs that game was played at Coors Field and look at the history Tatis has had against Freeland 5 for 12 lifetime that's a 417 batting average kids with a home run and 5 RBIs and Tatis too has 6 ribbies and 4 contests against the Pebbles from Denver this year so I think an RBI it's not a full L but it's a near L and that L standing for lock at plus 125 fade or follow
0: I like it because it's a plus 125. Now, obviously, there aren't uh, any—we don't have a lineup on this game yet or anything because we're waiting to know exactly who's going to start for the Padres. But I I I, don't—I'm with you. I don't think it's a lock, but I like the fact that we're talking about plus numbers here. And you're right. Freeland has found a groove. And if you look historically uh, with Kyle Freeland, he is a guy that he he pitches in streaks. You know, he Mm -hmm. has a handful of games where he looks really good, and then all of a sudden you'll go, okay, this guy's got to go down to AAA or AA and get some work done. And then all of a sudden he'll come back up and he looks fantastic again. His last outing uh, against St. Louis, he looked really good. Uh, You're right. He's not giving up the earned runs. But I think when you're talking about Tatis, you're talking about a home game for the Padres. I like this one at plus odds.
1: Go yard with Fernando Tatis. Stick around for my top plays in Major League Baseball and a little bonus time.
0: Number two.
1: All right, uh, back to the diamond. And back to a team that has been profitable for yours, truly. I'm going to take the Twinkies. Minnesota over five and a half runs against the visiting Detroit Tigers at minus 110. Uh, Love this wager here, Lundy. Uh, Matt Manning is on the bump uh, for the Tigres. And uh, he has been overly generous to the opposition, particularly uh, in his last several turns in the rotation. Last 17 innings pitched, he has given up 15 earned runs with an obscene 42% hard hit rate. That's crazy. Uh, so you look at Minnesota, 720 OPS in July, eh, May, uh, averaging 4.1 runs per game. Uh, they've only been over this number in two of six against Detroit on the season and only over this five and a half runs total in two of their last nine games. But again, I'm going to maximize a matchup. I'm going to pick on Matt Manning. Uh, maybe even a blindfold of Peyton Manning would be uh, a better option for Detroit in this game. But I think Minnesota breaks out the heavy wood, lays the lumber, and gets to at least a half dozen runs. Fade or follow, Minnesota over five and a half runs against Detroit.
0: Well, this was one I was ready to fade when I was first looking at the notes this morning, Brad. I'm like, Man, what, what is he doing? The, the Twins, it's it's Detroit. They've only gone over this number twice. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, I see. It's Matt Manning. Okay, yep. Now I Bingo. understand exactly what you're doing. And Obviously, they haven't faced Manning yet, but with what he's been doing over the course of the starts that he has had, yes, uh, hard hit balls will be uh, taking place, and the Twins will be scoring plentifully. So yes, I will roll with you, even though at first I thought you were nuts, then I realized what was going
1: Mmm, a delicious cream filling with the Twinkies. Number one. All right, uh, last
0: but certainly not least, my top
1: wager on the board on this Friday edition of the Faith it always Podcast. Give me the over on Marlin starter Zach Thompson, uh, five and a half strikeouts against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, you look at the last four starts uh, for. Thompson, a guy that's a 27-year-old rookie, he's kind of made the rounds, a former Chicago White Sox uh, prospect. Uh, he's really kind of come out of the woodwork and delivered some spectacular results. Six, seven, 11, and six strikeouts in his last four, and two of those came against the Atlanta Braves, in which he went six and six strikeouts. Again, creeping over and stiff-arming Yar, Captain Hook on that five-and-a-half line to look at Atlanta. Eighth highest strikeout percentage in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days. And Thompson, with that cutter, curve, and change thrice, all those grading out at plus pitches, uh, he's enticed a 14.8 swinging strike percentage, which is an outstanding number in that category. So it's juiced up a little bit of minus 135. I'm willing to pay it. Uh, Feed or follow Zach Thompson over five-and-a-half punchouts against the ATL.
0: Yeah, I like what Atlanta has been doing to favor this number for Zach Thompson, and I like the fact that he's already faced the Braves twice. I think that helps him. Yes, you could say that it helps the Braves, but I think it helps him six both times. Uh, I'm with you, man. We are uh, in lockstep on this one. I think Thompson gets to six, maybe even seven Ks uh, against Atlanta.
1: All right, let's see if we got a little overlap. And bonus time here, Lundy. Feed me, baby. Feed me what you got.
0: I just got one for you on a freaky Friday, Uh and that is, look, the the Mets are going to win, right? I mean, you you look at the matchup against uh, Pittsburgh, you just go, okay, yeah, uh, they're going to easily take care of Pittsburgh. But it's juiced so high that I had to find something to be able to pair it up with. So we were just talking about those White Sox a little while ago. Let's take the over on the 10 runs with the White Sox. I think it will be a high-scoring game. So between the White Sox and Orioles over at 10 runs, the Mets on the money line, uh, because, again, that money line is juiced way up about a minus 200 uh, as a matter of fact if you put those two together though we get a plus 182
1: Ooh, i like it i'm also going to feature a two leg a parlay of major league baseball with a similar juice nestor cortez uh of the new york yankees going up against the houston astros it's just a two and a half strikeout line for cortez uh, and I'm going to take the over on that, and I'm going to pair that. Oh, hey, White Sox, that seems to be a popular theme. White Sox going to make us some cash money, hopefully tonight. Give me Tim Anderson. To score a run in that game, you think it's going to be a high-scoring affair? I agree with you. I would be on the over as well on that 10-run total. So if Cortez gets to three or more strikeouts, Anderson applies foot-to-plate, it's plus 185. Now, let me give you a background on Nestor Cortez if you've never heard of him. 12.43K per nine and 21 innings pitch this season. He's only had the one start that came against the New York Mets. Uh, last time out, three and a third innings pitch. He had four strikeouts. Now so Houston has the second lowest strikeout rate in Major League Baseball for last month. But again, I just need three punchouts, man. He gets to probably four innings, maybe four and change. Uh, he is going to creep over this 2.5 line, and I agree that Tim a, uh, Tim Anderson is definitely going to score a run. Could be multiple runs. Uh, Anderson, by the way, hitting 400 against the O's this season, and uh, he is 11 for 21, 11 for his last 21 at-bats. Uh, that's over a seven-day stretch, so a guy that's certainly white-hot here at the moment. Oh, we got poll results here, Lundy. Uh, Again, as described at the top of the podcast, over or under Devontae Smith in his rookie season for the Philadelphia Eagles, 775.5 yards. Winner, winner, chicken dinner with 176 votes so far is the over, but close at 52.8%, the under at 47.2%. A couple of comments here from some of our loyal listeners, and thanks for your business, Uh, Casey at Wiggins Wharf. On Twitter says, a rookie wide receiver coming in and with a running quarterback, established running backs, and an up-and-coming tight end screams the under. Uh, So part of that 47.2%. And uh, what a fantastic name. Guy named Brad, 15451775. Hopefully that's not his prison number. Uh, He says, has to be over. Trash team playing from behind. And who else? They are going to throw the rock to. Just Goddard? question mark so there you go Uh, lining up with our reasoning there Devontae Smith could be a standout player in his first season in the NFL and again that is a wrap on this edition of the Faith and Noise podcast please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy follow me there at Noisy Juevos drop us a rating and a review would you kindly and as always feed or follow
0: that is up to you feed the Noise.